Welcome to Sundial Now on WLRN. I'm Melissa Ramos. Most of us think of the census as a nationwide headcount that happens every decade. That data collected impacts our daily lives. Things like how many food banks are in our area, funding for infrastructure, even which languages need to be translated in schools or in case of emergencies. The U.S. Census Bureau actually does multiple surveys. The goal is to help us understand who we are as a nation. Of course, there are overcounts and undercounts that can skew that understanding. Robert Santos is the director of the Bureau. I recently spoke with him at the Hilton in downtown Miami during the U.S. Conference of Mayors. I asked him how the Bureau is working on making that data more accessible. A big part of their strategy includes building more trust in communities like South Florida. Santos is the first ever Latino to hold this position, and he started by telling me how his identity has influenced the work he does. Being a Latino has had a pretty profound effect on my entire career leading up to and into uh, the Census Bureau. I have been a Latino working as a statistician in policy research uh, for many, many years in survey research as well. And oftentimes, I found myself being the sole Latino in a room full of decision makers about research or about grant funding or other things where it was important for me to voice my perspective uh, in order to enlighten folks on how the research could adversely impact people of color. And so I've lived that over the course of 40 years. I bring the, the fact that one's identity and one's culture can actually add value to the research that you do. And I bring uh, this notion that you have to bring your whole self to the table to be a better scientist, uh, to, in, to gain knowledge better, and that you don't need to just do it for yourself. You need to encourage others to do it so that you develop diver- uh, several diverse voices feeding into um, any issue that you, policy issue or decision in management or administrative issue, just about anything, having those different diverse voices from their cultural perspectives and from your life experience and work experience and, of course, your technical training, that really allows one to make the most informed decisions. Have you always been interested in data and numbers? Uh, Actually, yes. Since I was a child, I have been enthralled with mathematics. I actually wanted to be a mathematics professor. Uh, But unfortunately, back in the day when I I graduated from uh, undergraduate school with a mathematics degree, my professor wisely understood back then that only the best of the best of the best could become math professors. And so he encouraged me to go into statistics which I did, and that allowed me then to become an applied statistician and a manager and an executive and basically do the two things that professionally uh, I'm so passionate about. One is statistics and the other is helping people. And speaking of helping people, how do you plan on more specifically engaging with black and Latino communities in a place like South Florida, for instance? Uh, That's really important. What I plan to do is work with the Census Bureau as well as 
just do everything on a continuous basis rather than thinking, oh, there's a decennial census coming up and then a few years before we start up activity. We need a continuous two-way relationship where two things happened in the two-way relationships. On the one hand, we provide information uh, to, to the public, but on the other hand, we learn from the public as well. We actually do three censuses including our American Community Survey, which really is the rich uh, national treasure that allows us to see who we are as a people. And that's the one survey that just, it, it advances our democracy, it allows us to see who we are, allows us to do needs assessment and see underserved populations and find uh, areas that are actually doing well so we can learn from them. So uh, there's lots of stuff going on all the time. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the America survey. Uh, can you tell me more about that and like how does it show us ourselves? So we're constantly doing a survey every three months of the country. We put them together for a year and that makes up a one-year American community survey that measures over 40 different topics that include unemployment, disability, broadband access, characteristics about how you live in your household, you know, the, the, the type of unit you live in, whether you own or you rent, uh, how much income you make, and things of that sort. Uh, so it's very, very rich, and it allows us to know who we are as a nation, and that helps so much and allows cities and local communities to do needs assessment, uh, to understand, like, we include, for example, language spoken at home. Places like South Florida, it's really important to know at the neighborhood basis which language do we need to accommodate in schools or what do we need to plan for in case of an evacuation notice for a hurricane. So we do lots of, uh, uh, we, we have lots of products that help inform those types of things that are built off of the American Community Survey data. What are some challenges that are you know, unique to census promoters in our area, like Florida? We need local uh, government, local partners, and communities to help encourage people to understand, to participate. And we think we can do that by doing outreach to the community and showing in tangible ways how the data we collect allows them to build uh, better neighborhoods, to, uh, to know where they should put in a fire station or a stoplight or a grocery store, uh, how we can help advance um, organizations to come in and build factories um, or malls or whatever is needed. Uh, and so we believe that by showing those tangible paybacks in terms of information and data for better decision making, that we can encourage participation. And you know, because it's all about trust. And uh, we know that there, there are segments of the population that absolutely, they know about Census Bureau and they will participate and they understand the civic duty and they feel good about it. And there are other segments of the population that have questions and, and some have trust issues. And we want to be able to address directly those trust issues because uh, we know that we have high scientific integrity, we protect privacy, and uh, we want to be able to encourage people and uh, let them know that their data are safe with us. Data privacy and security has been a really big issue, but I'm also interested in what numbers can do for people. 
how have you seen tangible paybacks like in your personal life as far as like how data can help people? Can you give certain examples of that? Uh, back in the day, before my census time, uh, there were poverty estimates that are released on a regular basis down to uh, the, at the state level. And uh, I worked with uh, a professor of economics at the University of Ur uh, Champaign-Urbana, uh, and he developed um, smaller ge geographic estimates of uh, food insecurity for children and food insecurity for families. And we use that in working with uh, a group like Feeding America to, to help uh, establish where to, to focus in on feeding programs. And that was before I became census director. Now that I'm census director, we're in the process of building use cases like that so that we can show the public that there are ways that are really effective to make a decision to help communities uh, respond better to their needs. That was Robert Santos, director of the U.S. Census Bureau. You can find more about this story on our social media at WLRN Sundial. And that's Sundial Now for Wednesday, September 21st. Coming up tomorrow, we will hear from Kat Power, an alternative musician who has called Miami Beach home for more than two decades. She's in town for her national tour. I'm Melissa Ramos. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time. This program is made possible in part by support from Miami Cancer Institute. Peace make me better.